All right, episode number 26. We are rolling, I do believe. We are rolling. Yeah, according to everything here. And uh, huge win right off the bat. Let's talk about Fedor. Uh, big win by Fedor. He advances. And uh, classic Fedor, man. Classic Fedor. Yeah. I have to say, it's always great to see him win. You know, Frank Mir's a good guy. Um, he's getting older, but... Um, well, so is Fedor. You know, we're older well, than guys. Mir. Yeah. So... I mean, barely. Yeah, but still. But, man. And I tell you what, another side note, he uh, gave his gloves, shorts, and everything to Scott Coker. How cool was that? Fedor? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the press conference afterwards. Oh. So that's pretty cool. Not nice move. Yeah. Well done. So I'm sure everyone has seen the fight with Fedor and uh, Frank Mir. If not, good fight. Um, Frank Mir came out, was pawing the jabs. And I think he landed a good kick. Um, and then, actually, he rocked Fedor and pretty much knocked him down. Yeah, he did. I mean, it was pretty much a knockdown. It was a one-two. I think the right landed the most. Um, Behind the ear. And then I remember I stopped the video and I showed you the composure that Fedor has. Dude, he's, like, when they got back up and, and squared off, it almost looked like Mir was the one that got rocked. Yeah. I mean, Fedor's, like, his composure is just, like, like it's crazy. Oh, it's unprecedented. You it's fl- crazy. Yeah. And then he just went right after him again. Like, didn't even, like... And then landed a a big overhand or whatever, and and Mir went down and Grand that's it, the buddy. shit out of him. Yeah, was it forty eight seconds? Yes, it was under a minute. You can watch the entire fight oh, on yeah. Instagram. That's always <laughs> a good sign. If you if you can post your wow. entire fight on Instagram, that's a great that's a great fight. Wow, it's almost a meme, as the kids <laughs> call it. Yeah. So anyway, I'm kind of out of breath, guys. We uh, I just got back from the gym. Training starting a little later today, so. Well, and it's uh, it's always late night for us. Yeah, but it's roughly nine twenty p.m. right now. Yeah, which didn't seem that late, but when you get up at six, yeah, you know. And for the first time, I'm going back to the gym. Yeah, this, right after the podcast. This was what I'm. I'm not gonna lie. Again, I'm new to the fight game, kind yeah. of. Um, I mean, I guess firsthand, <clears throat> as much uh, you know, fight camps as y'all have done. This is my first time to see a fight camp for a fight that's going to take place in uh, Europe. Yep. So what blows my, which I never even thought about, which I don't know how many people know, but you are now going back to the gym at 11 p.m. Yep. With uh, a couple of other fighters as well as uh, Anastasia. Yep. Getting ready for her fight, uh, Bellator 200. Yep. And I never, it never really crossed my mind. Again, I've, you know, obviously never been part of it, but um, you, because it's, what, that would make it about 5 p.m. London? Is that what you're shooting yeah, for? Yeah, so London, or? I think, is six hours behind us, so... Six or seven, but I think six. Yeah. Um, and so we're trying to get the time zones, you know, I think Anastasia's used to going to bed around, you know, 12, and that's not going to be good. I don't, I don't know when she goes to bed. <laughs> oh, you don't know? I figured <laughs> no, you did. Uh, anyway, so I, I, I think uh, um, it's not a good sign or, or not a good uh, thing to be wanting to go to bed or your body breaking down, ready to go to sleep when you're fighting. So... You have one of two choices. You can start training at a, at a later time at the location that you're at, or you can, you know, actually go to the location early, and then yeah. that's obviously a whole other can of that's, worms. Like you, said, that, you lose your gym, yeah. you lose your training partners, you lose everything else. So what we're doing here is we're having our first training session at five o'clock, which is basically our morning session now. Five p.m. our time. Five p.m. Yeah. Yes, and then we're having the uh, evening session at eleven. Eleven to twelve. You know the gym closes at eight p.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You got a key? 
You got a key? I do have a key. Yeah. I know people. Yeah, well, you badass. So we got, uh, and we got uh, Daniel Barres. Yeah. Now, Daniel Barres is the Bama world champion flyweight. So he's the world champion at her weight class. So I, I got him here, and he's helping her sparring and grappling every day, getting her. I mean, we we couldn't be doing more to get her ready for this fight, and she is absolutely doing phenomenal. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm so impressed with how good she's doing, man. I don't want to... Uh, say how it training's been going i mean it's been going well but um she is holding her own really yeah really well she, dude, she's got that <clears throat> russian thing you know so it's like she's she's a beast dude yeah. we already know she's not gonna fall down we already know she's I mean, or give up you know we know she's not gonna you know quit we know she's not gonna she has that fortitude that russian fortitude kind of fedor type kind of like that mentality yeah. yeah and so we know she's tough right um and then just picking up her skill level from where it was before is the thing she's improved the most on. And, and she's had a year off to get her health good. But what people don't realize is she's been training through that. It's not like she took time off mm. and then just went to the doctor and, and sat home all, all day or whatever. Sat at home all day. Sorry. Yeah. I rushed here. Sorry about this. She is um, Russian. Yeah. <laughs> she is. And sorry, guys. Like I said, I, just, I, I rushed here and getting this podcast over with and then getting back to the gym. But anyway, so she's been training this entire time. And... So she's been getting so much better. And as you know, we have all these guys at the gym that are coming through there that are just phenomenal. So she's been working with so many different people from, from all different levels and her ground game, her striking game. And, you know, the way I teach and the way we, we teach at AK is not a conventional method. You know, it's not it's not a conventional BJJ style like what her opponent, Kay Jackson, is. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. different. And when you run into the type of ground game that, that we train and and you're a bjj more competitive bjj practitioner it's it's a whole different ball game we're not going for points and and positions yeah, and things like yeah. that it, it's a it's a it's a in your face gritty mean angry rough not comfortable ground game and and she's perfect for it because she's just that that gritty type she wants to hurt someone she wants to She's not there to just, you know, win no. by points or yeah. win by decisions. She wants to get a knockout, and she wants to do it in a brutal fashion. It, yeah, if y'all ever get the chance to see Anastasia train uh, when she gets angry, yeah, you know what, you know what I'm talking it about. It happened when today she, a little bit. Not not angry, but she gets fired up well, because yeah, yeah, fired Daniel's up, good, man. He's fast, dude. He's so fast. I mean, this well, dude, he's a champion. Yeah. yeah, he's so fast. And so, he is a man. So man. she has to keep up, right? And, uh, you know, Cody Garbrandt, when he was here, he trained with her as well. He spent a lot of time training with her and helped her out a lot. And... He's really fast, and and I see a lot of, of that in Daniel. You know, he's he's younger, and is Bama obviously, and Cody is UFC champ, but uh, was UFC champ. But uh, he's he's fast, man, and he's very technical. And so she's having to stay on her feet, and, or, or you know, keep up. And like it's it's it, it's good for her, man. It's it's her levels just getting so much better. Yeah, having is. him working with her every day, and like I said, we just had a, a really good uh, sparring session today at five. Uh, she sparred with him, grappled with him. Um, she's resting now, and then she's going to be back at the gym at 11, and then we're doing Airdyne at it's 11. an hour and a half, man. Yeah. That's why I'm just like, I rushed home. Yeah. Because uh, I had to work out after she did, so I didn't get my workout. So I worked out, rushed home, took a shower, jumped in the podcast room. So we're just kind of like, I'm kind of out of breath still. But um, it's busy. We had 26 new people sign up today. So Yeah. I mean, it's, just a, it's a crazy it's day. But we had to get in here day. and get this podcast going, yeah. man. What, what a great... But hold on, but I want I want to yeah. How about that sentence, huh? Before, What's your excuse? Uh, <laughs> well, I've been at work since seven. Oh, no okay, big deal. Um, I did want to ask, 
Um, do you also change her eating times and habits? Everything has to change. That's what I, yeah. Everything, yeah. And so she's going through hell right now because tonight's going to be, we're doing it for a month. So she's going to she's gonna be ready for this fight as far as the, the time zone change for an entire month before the fight. So tonight's the first night that she's going to do Aerodyne at 11 o'clock. And I, I assume she's sleeping or trying to sleep right now. So, uh, yeah, she's not going to enjoy that because Aerodyne is one of the roughest things we do, as you know. Um, Dylan's going to be there with the pads. We got Kate coming in that's going to do the ground. So cool, uh, good of a we, family. We have we got. everybody, yeah. yeah. That's the one good thing about AK and having a family is there's no lack of people to come in and help. I mean, I got when I ask people to come in at 11 o'clock, everybody's down. At 11 o'clock, bro, every single night. I got people coming in and world champion level. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not like just anyone. So, um, I'd be there if it wasn't $2 Jameson night. Yeah. I hear you, buddy. Enjoy your Jameson, man. (laughs) I'm glad my workout's done. Hey, I was there for 10 and a half hours a day. It's good because usually when she does airdyne, she does it at five and then I do my workout after. So every time I'm pushing the class through airdyne, like, like the fighters, it's like, I'm thinking about my workout afterwards or during, sometimes I do it during, um, so it's like it's nice to get mine over with and, and then just focus on on that and then sleep hopefully soon yeah. after um, I just I don't know I find it so interesting like obviously I know how you've done your camps yeah I've been around a couple of them but to see others and especially women completely different from men uh, I know you've had to adjust to some of that too I just I don't know I find it interesting. like I don't I can't believe I've never thought about the time differences I mean I get you know uh, uh, what sort of elevation? Yeah, you know, in some cities and all that stuff. So you got it acclimated. It's to a that. huge deal, bro. Yeah, I mean, I fought in England twice, so I know what it's like. And, and I went there early, but I went there like a week and a half early. That wasn't enough because that's why we went to California two weeks before your fight. So you get used to that. Yep. Then the I did two weeks in San Jose. Two week, then a week then in a week in yeah, Vegas. Vegas. So I did three weeks for that, and I and I don't know what the uh, the the difference was in time zone there, but that was a complete opposite time zone. We're only six hours off here. But we want to take away every element that could possibly go wrong in this fight. Kate Jackson is English. Yeah. So she's already so used, she's, she's she's used to it. Yeah. yeah. So we want to take away anything that could possibly be against us and, and, and get that out of the equation. And we already know she's tough. We already know, like I said, all these things I just listed a while ago. Um, we already know she's levels above where she's ever been uh, on her ground game, her striking, and, and just overall MMA. Um, if we can take away the, the time zone change and, and all that, you know, and, and it's a huge main card, yeah. and she's not like a, a co-main event. She's had a lot of pressure in her fights because she's been sick, as you know. So yeah. she, she's had a hard problem with her uh, her thyroid. So she's been having to battle that and making weight, and and then the pressure of being like the star every time, where it's like she's a co-main event, she's a high she's on, on the every card. Every promo. Every promo, all this. So there's a lot of pressure, man. For somebody that just came into fighting and, and only had a few fights, people don't realize that's a lot of pressure, you know? There's people that have six, seven, eight, ten fights before they ever fight in the UFC one time or Bellator yeah. one time. So she had a lot of pressure, and, and none of that's going to be in effect in this fight because it's already a, a packed so main right card. Now, so. so she's not high on the card. She doesn't have pressure. Um, we're taking care of the time zone. Um, she's enjoying the training. It's comfortable for her. It's going to be a, a little bit less comfortable this time tonight and, and this week because she's going to have to be training some of the harder uh, sessions when she would normally be sleeping. But that's better to do it now than to do it during the fight. So without giving out too much info, how long do you, since it starts tonight and we're roughly 25 days out from the fight. Yeah. Um, we're exactly 25 exact, days out from yeah. the fight. Oh, roughly. Well, I was doing by the time zone, so it's not quite 24. Okay, I see what you're saying. Um, you know I'm good with dates. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, not with women, but. With <laughs> I get you. I, I get mean, you, dude. I Ten bucks you. for a woman here, so I'm pretty. Anyway, um, <laughs> if you. Uh, <laughs> no, how, so how long do you do so you that you pay for? extra if it's a woman? Is that what it is? 
I don't know. I've never bought a woman. That's what I'm saying. The men are cheap here. Oh, okay. okay. You saw how I was dressed left. Two <laughs> by, anyway. Uh, <laughs> okay. no, no, like, so how long do you how do, do we, this? With how, a, how do we segue it into this? It always goes back to, to gay God. sex with me. Oh, man, I'm so comfortable already back into the conversation. I was all like rushing this thing and like. We just answer my question. Okay. Well, why don't you ask it? <laughs> well, get off the lady boy. Well, no. if I would, I know I get it. I get it. No, but I mean, how long do you do this for? Do you do it until the day you have to go to uh, London or do you. Yeah. slow it down or like it we're running the camp as if we're in london right now as far as time zones uh i've never done it this long but i see why not i mean we have the gym we have the ability to do so she she's lucky in the in the fact that she is part of a gym that can do and cater to her and and do these things that like maybe other gyms can't do you know what i mean like yeah. we i can open the gym at whatever time i want and we have a family of of, of fighters and, and team members that are ready to help at any time we want. Like everybody you asked to come in yeah. has said yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, God, so it's like, people so, go so to other gyms? So the, so, yeah, so the point is, is like, I'm going to do it for as long as possible. So it's like, I'm not going to wait till two weeks or even three weeks. If we can do it a month out, why not? You know, why not get her on the schedule a month out? So there's absolutely no change whatsoever between now and 25 days out in the fight you know she's not going to be we don't want her body like i said getting ready to go to sleep settling down getting you know adjusted for for bed at the time she's walking out to the the cage you know what i mean we want we want her to be ready to go and so we want that time to be spent for 25 days prior having our harder sessions and that's what she's going to start doing tonight which it's going to be tough, man. I'm going to, in fact, I'm going to Instagram it, you know, and, and, and show some yeah, of, keep uh, it updated, you know? show some of the, the training at nighttime that we're doing. So if you follow the Instagram on AK and myself, where I'm going to start posting some stuff, but I'm not posting a lot on the sparring because with Daniel and stuff Obviously. like that, because we're working on some really good strategy and, uh, man, I can't say enough about it to have him come in and, and, and not only do we, do we, he come in, but he's extended his stay longer than he, he was supposed to just to stay and help out. I mean, it's, it's just so good, man. It's so yeah. cool to have such a cohesive group of people that are uh, part of AK that's always been and people that are just now becoming a part of AK and, and a part of this experience like Daniel that are coming in here and feeling that atmosphere and family and, and wanting to help out so much and be here and, and, and actually extending things to, to be able to stay longer and help longer. So it's great, man. It's great. She, she, it. she couldn't have more things going for, for this fight than, than we have. So we're doing everything like, right. I'm I mean, excited. you can never predict what happens during a fight, but, but we're definitely, doing I just everything. know I'll be there now. I'm pumped about it. Yeah. Never been to London. Yeah, and you know, I've, I don't know if I've told you this. We've got uh, three or four people from the podcast already Instagram me. Is that what the kids call it? Uh, they would like want to meet up. Yeah, in so it's like, yeah, That's in London. Weird. I mean, I'll meet up with these people. Why not? You know, uh, you guys want to meet up? You know, on the Wednesday. I'm not going to meet <laughs> Thursday or Friday. Those are pretty important. I'm days, sure she's getting a few texts too. Well, probably more than me. <laughs> probably. She only has. See, I've got 1,200 followers. She gets so much fan mail to the <laughs> oh, gym. God, and like yeah. all it. Every package is like Anastasia, Anastasia. She's got a real Anastasia. good fan base. Yeah. And, you know, most of them are pretty respectful and nice. So it's, yeah, that's good stuff. And, and everyone treats her good at the gym. But like I said, you know, not, not to just harp on that the whole time, but, you know, we've got the, that whole card that we talked about. Yeah. Michael Venom Page. Yeah. That's going to be cool card. to see in person. Bellator 200. Absolutely. Your boy, Phil Davis, is on that card. Yeah. Uh, I like Roy Phil Nelson. Yeah. Damn shit. Nelson's, Nelson's fighting Krokop. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a hell of a fight. Yeah. That's they the fought, main event. Yeah, they fought so, before. I mean, uh, yeah. so Musasi's on there. Yeah. It shouldn't be that bad, you know? Yeah. That's uh, And yeah. that's good because 
she got on the card late and like i said that's good that it's such a packed card and she got on late because she's not she didn't have that pressure you know what i mean all these big names are on there so she just goes there shows up we get through the fight week and then she goes out and fights it's it's, it's going to be the best scenario she's ever had as a fighter and, and on a big card um and she's healthy she's so happy about that so i don't want to keep going on on about mm-hmm. it but um, we're excited since since we're here in the middle of this and i'm about to mm-hmm. go straight back to the gym i figured it'd be good to talk about and the fact that people might be interested in knowing what this is like to train somebody and get them ready for a fight uh if they're fighting in a different time zone because let me tell you something the first time i fought at the o2 arena or in, in england i fought at the o2 arena and i fought against uh uh marcus davis and i didn't worry about the time zone thing because he wasn't from england either so i was like ah, who cares we're even you know whatever if i'm tired he's tired but buddy I was exhausted, man. Not during the fight. I can't say anything changed during the fight. I won the fight. It was, you know, everything worked out. I don't know what the difference in the effect of the fight was, but man, all week I was just like a zombie. You know what I mean? You can't sleep at night. I think that's the biggest problem is not necessarily how you perform, but you can't sleep at night, right? And then you're trying to sleep during the daytime when you're having to do your duties as like interviews and 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 press and, and stuff like that. Sada, you can't be just taking pills and all this random. Exactly. Shit, so you, know, you so. yeah, and you can't take any kind of medication. Yeah. So it's like you can't really recover. And and you know how hard we're training. I mean, she's training really really hard. She needs a week of recovery. She's got to recover her body. She's got to get sleep. So this is the best way to do it. So anyway, just to get an update on that, she's doing great. Everything's going according to plan. Uh, and it's, it's good. And, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to the Fedor card, too. So, obviously, Fedor had an amazing fight. And let's talk about this bracket real fast. So Heavyweight uh, bracket. Yeah, the heavyweight nice. bracket uh, for this, this, this Grand Prix heavyweight uh, tournament that Bellator is doing. So, we have... Well, with that win, Fedor now has to fight... Chell. Chell Sonnen. Yeah, yeah, who came into the ring. Oh, and listen, here's God, the thing. I, I hate talking trash about Chell because I like Chell. So do I. I love the guy. I've met him so many times. I love the guy. But man, I hate when he talks trash the way he talks because I know him. It's not him. It's not him. You know. So it's just like when, when he got in that ring and he's like, "I hate Chicago and I hate you, Fedor." Basically, is what he said. Not and Fedor is just standing there like, "Okay." I don't think he was even paying attention. No, he didn't know what he says. He he, he, he's probably just like, "Whatever." And then he puts his hand up to like shake his hand, and then Chell like shakes his hand like. Yeah. But but he had he that just talk shit about him. Yeah, he had that respect of, or he had that handshake of kind of like respect, you know, kind of like. But it's like don't don't show respect if you're gonna talk like that. You know what I mean? I. I, I I don't know. I just don't well, want to be. When Chael's last? I mean, when, 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 well, here, let's bring this fight down. Let's bring this fight down now. Okay, so I'm, I'm not trying to talk trash about Chael. I love Chael. I don't want to bash his podcast. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I love Chael. Chael, I love you. Uh, but, and I, and, and I will say this. No matter if it's real or not or how he talks, I'm very entertained. I do listen to him yeah. and I listen to his podcast. He and talks I do himself listen. in a great fight. So he is entertaining. But I guess maybe it's Fedor. I just love Fedor so much that when he does it to Fedor, I just, it's it kind of like, Rose like the wrong way, a little, little bit more. GSP. But he has to sell the fight, I guess, whatever. So be it, whatever. Let's break the fight down. This ain't going to help me with my <laughs> with my, with my uh, popularity with Chell. But I just don't see how he can win this fight. Okay. So do we think Chell's going to out-wrestle him and, 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 and out-control him and win a decision? He's lost by I submission mean, once in his whole career. I, think I mean, he's been TKO'd a couple times, but Chelsona is not a power puncher in, in regards yeah, to like. The only way he wins he's this not going to like. Some jujitsu. He's so. not going to. I mean, Frank Mir did put him down or, or whatever. Maybe that was a knockdown, but Frank Mir is also a huge guy. Exactly. Chell's not a huge guy. What's Chell walking out right now? You know, I have no two, idea. 220? Uh, no idea. 230 tops? I mean, I don't know. I just. I, I just, in my opinion, I just don't see how Chell's going to win the fight. Um, I think Chell's a talented fighter. He, he's coming off a good win and. and uh, 
you know, he, he, he shocks me both ways sometimes. He shocks me in, in wins that he wins and shocks me in fights that he loses, like the Tito thing. Like, I mean, like, I mean, he beats huge guys and then, and then, not that Tito's not a huge guy, but I'm just saying he shocks me in ways that like how he how he loses and how he wins. It's just different when everybody's 38 and up now. You know, yeah. it seems like, and, and that's another factor too. Everybody's aging and they age yeah. differently, so they 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 react differently. But in my opinion, I just don't see how Chell's going to win this fight. So I'm going to have to pick Fedor over Chell. That's going to put him in the final. Well, you still got Bader versus on the other side. Or, yeah. Well, Bader and Mo got to fight first. Yeah. So yeah, that well that that puts uh, Fader there, uh, um, and then you got Bader versus Mo. Um and Mitrion, so that's gonna be the other side. So then they're gonna have to fight it out now. Uh, Bader and Mo, uh, you're talking about. I mean, you got to give. And this is another one I, I hate calling because I love King Mo. I've trained with King Mo. I love yeah. him to death. I have to give the advantage to Bader on this one. Um, but I do love King Mo. Like I said, man, he's he's a great fighter, and and he can land that punch. He's got power. He's got power. You know, he's got pop. And, and then Bader's lost like I think one fight, something like that, in like a long time. It's probably been a good hidden lost in uh, Bellator, has he? Uh, I don't know. But I feel bad because I'm not real well versed in the Bellator, you know? Because yeah. they don't show it. Guys, first of all, they don't show Bellator here at all. Like, you can't even live stream it. It's crazy. Yeah. We have to get a friend to, like, Facebook live it to us, you yeah. know? So. And I'm sorry, like, I'm not super fast with all this stuff, like, because I, I just rushed in to, to get this thing done. But um, to break, keep breaking it down, like I said, I, I think, I think uh, Bader's lost uh, one time and. This was a long time. I mean, we're talking like 2013, 14? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he's on a decent streak, you know, uh, overall. I mean, he's, he's lost one time. So, I just have to give him the advantage in that fight. So, the, so do you see Bador, uh, Bador, Bador. Bader and <laughs> Mitrion. Mitrion, yeah. Now, now, let's look at that fight. So, now we got Mitrion. Now, Mitrion is the kind of guy who's just an unpredictable fighter who's just like. I like him. Yeah, you can't not like Mitrion, and he's just like in your face, right? And 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 he just mixes it up. He moves around. He's all over the place. He stays on you, uh, and he's two hundred and fifty-five pounds. He's a big guy, so he's going to be way bigger than than Bader. But um, I mean, Bader's Bader, yeah. Yeah. so that's going to be an interesting fight. It's going to be hard to call that one, I guess. I'm going to go with Bader. Yeah, I'm not going. I say I see Bader winning the whole thing. I think he's due. So Bader over Fedor then too. Yeah. I really do. I just think Fedor's just, I mean, just doesn't have the chin anymore. I mean, it seems like, I mean, yeah, he got, did get rocked behind the ear. I get it, the equilibrium. Well, his last won. two fights has gotten knocked down. Exactly. One he lost and one he won. Yeah. So he has he has been, you know, hit. Mitrion beat Fedor. So and they were both, Bader, they weren't like yeah. wars. I mean, well, the Mitrion fight was longer, but I mean, it, like Frank Mir, yeah, it's a 255. Yeah, it wasn't Hunt Silva, you know. Yeah. I mean, Frank, so. Frank Mir's a big guy. Um, and, and, Shit, was it? I don't know. Maybe two hundred fifty-five pounds. I don't know exactly the the weight of uh, Mir. I think Mir is a little bigger than that. I think that was. Yeah. I think two hundred fifty-five pounds was Mitrion. Generous. Yeah, I, I think I think I think Mir is a lot bigger than that. But nonetheless, he hit him with that one two yeah. and put him down. So if Bader can land that punch, then then you know he possibly couldn't knock him down. And I see and all these being slugfests except for the uh, Chael. If Chael's smart, he attempt to take him down in jiu-jitsu but he's gonna get out wrestled he's that's, not gonna yeah, he's exactly. not gonna work fedor bro that, that's the only way i see it that's what i, I don't think so. so that's why i see bader winning the whole thing 
Yeah, and it's a heavyweight Grand Prix. And here's another thing, guys. I'm not bashing guys like King Mo and, and Chell and also even Bader. I mean, even if I was to pick Fedor, which I, I really can't. I really don't know how that's going to work out even with Mitrion. Age and Bader. plays a huge part. There, there's size difference. But but what I'm getting to is the size difference overall. I mean, King Mo, Chell, these are small guys in a heavyweight tournament. Yeah. They're not heavyweights, you know. So it's like they, they have a disadvantage already. So just because we're picking against some of these guys in certain situations, I know it doesn't matter with the King Mo and Bader. I get yeah. that. But uh, in certain situations, um, it, you know, it, it, there's a huge weight difference here. You know, like like the next fight of this King Mo and Bader fighting Mitrione. I mean, dude, 50 pounds, something like that. It could be up to 40, 50 pounds. That, that's a hell of a lot of weight, man. I mean, look at the difference between me and you, and it's only 18 pounds different, yeah. you know. Well, maybe 20. It looks like 40. 40. Yeah. 50 maybe. Don't make me take my shirt off. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, man. So I, I think to just sum this up, I think that uh, Fader's going to make it to the, the final bracket. And I think then Fader, Bader. F- fuck, man. Fader, Fader. Bader. This is hard Fader, to say. Fader, Bader's fine. Fader, Bader. We'll keep it with that. Fader, Bader. So you're picking Fader, Bader. I got, <laughs> yeah, and I got, <laughs> I got Bader. Bader. You got him to win the whole thing. Yeah. Dude, I'll say this. If, if Ryan Bader wins the entire bellator heavyweight grand prix that's a yeah that's a hell of a feat considering he's not a heavyweight technically yeah i mean he may whether he makes heavyweight or not or what, what how big he can get he definitely isn't a big heavyweight you know what i mean like um so hats off to him if he can some interesting fights nonetheless long story short there's interesting fights uh, ahead of us here yeah and uh so that's good and uh so let's go to the alums Yes. Podcast and then recent news. A few of our uh, real quick with Mike Swick podcast alumni. Yeah, we just talked about this right before the podcast. And uh, a couple of the headlines, I mean, obviously, I think everyone knows about uh, <laughs> Felony Charles Bennett punching Colby God Covington. Him. God bless him. Not a podcast goes by we don't talk about Colby Covington. I mean, or he, Charles Bennett, it seems like. Yeah, he, bring he, him up. He, he stays in the news, man. And this time he got punched. But you know what? As far as legally, uh, Bennett was in the right because, I mean, I think he got shoved he three, shoved, three yeah. times before he threw the punch. Now, the punch may or may not have landed. You can't really tell from the video. I haven't done a lot of research on the write-up. The write-up that I saw, it didn't really say, like, too much details. Yeah. Uh, Platinum Perry did say, he, he came back on Twitter and said something along the lines of, uh, he watched his boy win a, or beat a world champion, and he watched Colby Covington get punched in the face. Hashtag good night for me or something like that. So. Yeah. A lot of trash talking. That that was a hell of an event to be at. Uh, felony, uh, Colby Covington, and well, I guess Matt, Mike Perry wasn't there, but he, he followed up to he it. He may have been. Well, who knows? Well, oh no, he was because he said he saw it. Well, what Whether was, he watched uh, it on TV or not, I don't know. I don't know. I guess you could have watched it on TV. Yeah. What, what was it called? Cam Soda. Yeah. What What was that about? Do you know. So, it about was that? like a porn site. <laughs> what the fuck was that? It was a porn site. I guess that started doing MMA, and Rico Rodriguez was the main event. And I, I for the life of me, I couldn't tell you who he fought. Nicholson or something, but whoever it was that he fought beat him. Yeah, that makes, you, makes it, you wonder. It makes me sad, man, because like Hiko, uh, Hiko, here I am with the Brazilian, and now I'm a Brazilian. Hiko Rodriguez, Hiko Rodriguez. Wow. Uh, uh, Rico was a champion in the UFC, man, back in the old days. You know, back when I was watching the, before I got in the UFC. You know, as I was coming up, he was the champ, and it was it was the whole. Uh, he he was he was the champ period yeah. and so it's tough to see him lose on a porn website fight and and I, I guess Charles Bennett lost 
And then he got out of the ring, and of course, Colby Covington's just waiting for him because why not? Why not? Yeah, what else would Colby? What Covington, is that guy doing there? I assume he had a friend fight. What else would Colby car? Covington be doing than being at a at, at a porn? It was fight, a porn convention. Ready to start some trouble, and apparently he was mouthing off to, to Charles Bennett, which. It doesn't matter who you are, dude. You could be the biggest. You could be Fedor. You mouth off to Charles Bennett. He's going to punch yeah. you or do something. I mean, he's not the type of guy that's like weighs options, right? You, you agree? Of course. I don't think he weighs like the options before he makes a decision. I don't like, think he cares. I think he just goes Well, you for saw it. The, the chicks he was. Well, yeah, everything. So Anyway, so he punches Kobe Covington, and uh, that made news. So I guess, I mean, nothing's going to come of it. They're not going to fight. Nothing's, nothing's going to come of it at a porn fight? <laughs> would you rather win by a rear naked choke or ground and pound at a porn fight i don't know that was weird man fish hook it was, it was, i don't like i said i don't know much about the think of any sexual innuendos we can use for this it's a porn fight mike i i want to say like the, 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 the at the site is normally called oh, man i feel like silly saying it but but cum soda how the fuck do you know this because it's all over the internet you've people, been searching people, my history my cookies people were mad about it dude like on the yeah. forum, because I was looking at the forum just to catch up the, or maybe it was the forum, but the news site catching up on the news and like, but it was called Cam Soda. So I, but I thought the original, I think they were saying the original website was come, uh, whatever. I shouldn't even be saying this. I feel like so immature even saying that. But but the point was, uh, <laughs> I'm over here making the worst possible sex pun jokes, and you're scared about saying cum soda. It just sounds bad. Ugh. Well, that's just a weird. I yeah. mean, does that make you the cum soda champion? <laughs> I mean, if he if, if he go if Rico would have won, would he be the cum soda champion? He would, and he would have had to defend his belt. You'd you'd have to. I mean, I'd north south choke. Wait, you what, think what else be we a, got here? You think there'd be a cum soda Grand Prix? <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, a porn event held in Houston one time called the Daytona Five Hundred. You familiar with this? Yeah, I think you told me about it. Yeah, I wasn't Please there. Please tell me again. I wasn't there. While we've already got off track and talking about porn, yeah. let's just give the, the people some porn. Well, apparently there was this young lady named Daytona. Did you see Five Hundred? That's it comes into play. And literally, uh, Google it. Um, oh, she or again, her name was Daytona, and um, I guess it was just recording. Oh, God. Just an open call for uh, 500 dudes to... Um, so she made an open call. I mean, I would. I, I don't know how so you... So that's safe. I don't know how you cast 500 dudes to just come bang one chick. So they all had sex with her. Yeah. Wow. 500, hence Daytona 500. Which, I get it, but like, wow, that doesn't sound safe at all. No, and... Um, I wonder what she's doing right now. I get <laughs> Taking care of her 11 kids, probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I don't know. Well, that was a nice sidetrack. That was that, yeah. I just, I, I think I was like fourteen when it happened. So, at that point, I only probably been with like six girls. So, I wasn't real well versed in porn. So, no, no, no. This was. Oh, let's see, my babysitter. <laughs> Your kind of uh, list. Yeah, the yeah. fake people you've been with. The girl who took my virginity was the nurse. That. Uh, the old, the, like the sixty-year-old nurse at our school. Oh no, 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 no not our school nurse. <laughs> the day I was bored. <laughs> She slapped me a couple. It was oh, too much. Oh, you, you count that? Then I drove my mom home. No, um, I just oh. I don't. Know, I always thought that you know five hundred dudes in one night was kind of weird. I don't know. Call me weird, but anyway, this is how on. we got there. That's weird. We're, we're talking about we're a, talking about cum and, soda. Yeah, it's it's cam. They changed it to cam soda. We're talking about a fight, and you start talking about a girl that got banged five hundred times. Well, I didn't know they changed the name to cam soda. It's what's well, the cam soda championship <laughs> or something? And of course, felony Charles Bennett was on it. Are we going to that next year? Oh. There's no chance. 
I don't know how he didn't watch it. I don't know how <laughs> was it no, televised. No one, yeah, it must have been because unless Mike Perry was there, he must have seen it somehow because he said, "I got to see my 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 boy beat a champion." Hey guys, in the comments, please let us know more about this event. This I don't know shit about it. This camp soda. Because until we saw uh, our boy Charles get punched or uh, punch uh, Col- uh, Colby, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, I'd have gotten an MMA weird, years ago. If what's I knew weird that. is I, I don't even know how he lost the fight, but he. I mean, he wasn't tired. He punched. Colby Covington. Yeah. I mean, you got to be ready to fight again if you punch someone, right? I mean, you, you usually don't expect to punch someone. And, and I mean, I guess you can't assume it's going to get broken up. But I saw that. Uh, Are groin strikes illegal there? Maybe that's the thing. That's maybe, the secret. Yeah, huh? maybe. <laughs> maybe it's only groin strikes. Wow. Two dudes, one cup. The other guy didn't get to oh, wear one. Let's stop. Let's stop. Too much? All yeah. Right. All right. We've lost everyone. Well, and, you know you know who we haven't lost in the UFC? Hmm. Is perhaps Dan Hardy maybe coming back? Oh, that's right. How about that fucking segue? What a, that's huh? a fucking sweet segue. Yeah. So yeah, another news: Dan Hardy wants to fight, and he wants to fight at Madison Square Gardens. Who doesn't? God. Come on, Fuck. who who wouldn't want to fight in that? Yeah. In that card, I forgot the. He said the, if the uh, if the opponent's right, he'll. Uh, I believe it's in November. November. Yeah. So he said if the opponent's right, he'll do it. What the fuck are you looking at me for? Because you sound like the right opponent, man. Yeah, We settled our beef by a decision that didn't really well, amount wasn't to much. beef. Yeah. He's one of the we best guests beef. we had on here. No, but we at the time we had a little no, beef. No, I know, I know, I know. Not, we didn't have real beef. Not like Kobe Covington and uh, everybody that is an MMA fighter. God, I wish I could hate Dan Hardy again. He's such a nice guy. Yeah. Fuck. I hate it when they turn out to be good guys. But I remember the old days, like 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 the the talking that Dan did and like I did, and it's so different now with like Kobe Covington, what he says and well, what, what he these guys about say. Guys, girlfriends and shit. I mean, it's it's changed so much, man. Yeah. It's changed so much. Well, there wasn't even Facebook when y'all fought. I mean, shit. Think about it. I mean, it's so much. Really? Just, I don't no, know. Maybe there was Facebook. Well, there was definitely MySpace. There weren't prelims on Facebook, or we weren't. Was on there? No. Well, no, you. My douche moment. What's a prelim, show. huh? I yeah. know. I got you. But, uh, yeah, we, we didn't really have a very exciting – I mean, it wasn't a very exciting fight. So, Dan Hardy, buddy, you want to fight? Don't look at me. I'm done done fighting, dude. It would take it would take some serious coin for me to get back in there and fight again, I'll be honest. From me or from the UFC? I wouldn't – I mean, if I was going to fight, I wouldn't mind fighting. I'll be honest. If I was going to fight – I like Dan Hardy. I mean, there's yeah. nothing against him as a person. But if I was going to fight again, I wouldn't want to fight these guys like I fought last time. You know, these these tw- guys 10 years younger than me, you know, explosive guys that, that, that you know – On the TRT. Com- well, no. These guys are all USADA now. But I'm just saying, like, I don't want to fight some young guy that's – you know, coming up and, 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 and crazy athletic and I'm old, whatever. I'd rather fight someone that's like from my generation of, of fighting yeah. from my time period in the UFC. So, you know, if I was, if, if I did have an inclination to come back and fight in the UFC, Dan Hardy would definitely be somebody I'd consider if, well, you're not going to, if we had some kind of like, I can't, I can't really get motivated for a fight. Like it's not like we didn't, we didn't even go to the ground. We no, didn't even go to the ground. Not one time. Huh? No. We just punch each other in the face for three rounds. I'd watch that. And again. not even hard enough to put each other on the ground. So it's like we didn't even, nothing really happened. Well, it's not like he knocked me down. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get you back. Y'all he did give me a second place trophy at the pre fight press conference, yeah. which we talked about at the podcast. If you want to watch the Dan Hardy one, um, that was the most mad I got him. Then he stole your abs. Then he stole my abs. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, I mean, again, uh, 
you're not going to fight him, but I do wish him the best. Right. I, have, I, I love that guy. I really do hope he comes back and does well. So yeah. I know you do too. Of course, absolutely. So. Like I said, I, what I meant by that was just like, if I was going to fight somebody, it would be somebody from- On a respect from, level. That's not, not only a respect level, but also on a level of like just an even playing field, a guy that fought in my era. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. want to fight these new guys, you know what I mean? Or I wouldn't want to fight a guy before me, some older guy. There, there we go talking about people you lose against again. Uh, yeah, Somebody wrote that up in every the podcast. Dude, yeah, every, people I fucking lost against. But anyway, so he would be he would be a candidate. But yeah, of course not. I, I have no intention of fighting. I, I, I love Dan Hardy. And I actually want to see him win and come back strong. I think he had a medical condition that was very similar to mine. He had a heart condition. Um, I had atrial fibrillation. You ever heard of that? No. Why don't you put that in your Google machine? I don't know where my phone is. Yeah. Well, why don't you explain it to me, Doc? I had to get a tube shoved in my uh, vein. In my what thigh, vein? a big one, because <laughs> they shoved a fucking tube in it. So I'm sure it wasn't like a small vein. I think it was my main vein there. I feel stupid for not knowing. Uh, and they shoved it all the way into my heart. And apparently, with atrial fibrillation, what you have is the electrode that shocks the heart. Um, you're born with two. So, as I was coming up, problem number one. I mean, I've had. I'm like a. I've had every problem you could possibly have as a fighter. I don't know how I even became a fighter and fought in the UFC. It's amazing to me that I even fought in the UFC. But and I haven't had shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you smoke and drink. It's so ridiculous. So anyway. I eat right, though. The the electrode that shocks the heart, um, you have an extra one. And it'll lay dormant unless something spurs it to start. And that could be training. That could be something you eat, whatever. So what I would do was I would go to training back in Texas, uh, Tony Torsaponte, and uh, I trained with uh, Eve Edwards down at Moosels and Bushi Bon, all these places. And I'm just give some shout outs there. <laughs> but uh, I would train and then I would get this really rapid heart rate. And, like really after training, after we're done. And I'd be driving home and I'd be like, I, I would always think that I trained so hard that that's normal. You know, you, I mean, I must have killed it today. My heart's still beating really fast, you know. How old were you? Uh, it was in 96, 97. So you were 30? <laughs> yeah, I was like 40. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I thought it was that. But what was happening was that electrode, the, the second one, the smaller one that was uh, whoever decided to give me when I was born. Uh, was <laughs> I don't think it was. Well, I'm not going to say whatever, whoever. But uh, God or whoever, whoever made me. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to teach the you creator how. creator of the earth. I'm going to go ahead and teach you one day how babies are born. Well, I get it, but I don't think my mom threw an extra electrode <laughs> down there. as I was Shocking. Yeah, there you go. So uh, what happened was it would start beating two. So now when you have two beating normally, you're actually beating double, right? So that's what causes a fast, rapid heartbeat. And I think he had something similar to that. So I had to opt to either not fight again. I was on a, a pill called a tenanol, or I, which kind of like made me very tired. I couldn't train right or I had to quit fighting. And it was at the time I made the decision, it was around 1999, I think. And I decided to have the surgery, which they said that they opted, or they said that I should opt not to have because it's dangerous. They, if they burn off the, the major electrode, because they send a tube through your, your vein, go into your heart, and then they burn the extra electrode. So they kill it. Oh. Yeah. And now if they jam the tube through your heart, as you can imagine, things probably won't go so well. And then if they damage the main electrode, which is what you use every day, that's obviously a huge problem, which if they can save me, they'll have to put a pacemaker in, which again, would end my career. So it was a very risky move for somebody that was like 19 or however old I was at the or time. 16. 
How do you not know this in 96 no. or 60? Oh, in 99 when yeah. you actually had this. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like 19, something like that. 19, 20, something like that. And, uh, but I opted to have it because, and, and the f- funny thing was I didn't tell my mom. She, she was really upset about that. You didn't tell your mom? No. <laughs> because wow. I moved to California. How do I not know this? I moved to California and uh, I was uh, I was working as a car salesman to get the insurance. I don't know if this is bad, but I... Uh, it happens. I, I worked as a car salesman until my insurance kicked in because it's a pretty pricey uh, operation. And then uh, once my insurance kicked in, I went to the hospital and, and did the whole thing, had the whole procedure. And then quit selling cars? I mean, I, I got tired of selling cars pretty close to after pretty that. <laughs> Thanks for the surgery. <laughs> yeah. And then I moved to Thailand and or went to Thailand to start training in, in revamp. But I was I, it was a risky thing. So my my mom didn't quite know the full extent because I didn't want to worry her. And she's in Texas. I didn't want her to think that. But it, apparently it's a pretty risky operation as far as, you know, getting a pacemaker or they they recommend the surgery for people that are really old that might not can take a fast heart rate. But me being nineteen or twenty, they're like take the atenol, don't be a fighter. Live happy. Don't worry. Don't don't stick a tube in your fucking heart and, and take a chance of, of having something major. And I can't believe you didn't know that. Well, I know you had some heart issues. I didn't know they, yeah. they had to put a tube. I thought you actually had a little I bit mean, of I mean, you got to think about it. It wasn't as crazy as it sounds. They stuck a, a tube it's in my leg. It's not as crazy as it sounds. They put a No, but I'm just <laughs> saying. Hose. I'm saying like they didn't cut my chest open. They, 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 I'd rather them do that. They made a small incision in my leg, and then they went in there, and they, they went up. So there was no – that night I went to the movies – after the, yeah, <laughs> there was no like incision. Did you, see, did you see John Q? I couldn't tell you. What, uh, uh, who knows? That's a heart transplant movie. Oh, okay. I'll look it up later. <laughs> what? Really Denzel Washington? I don't. What was it? John Q. Okay, I got you now. But anyway, so it wasn't like a, a very invasive, like kind of like cracking my chest open type of surgery or anything. I would still let them do so that. So it was more risky than it was like. But I will say this: uh, they said that they were going to have to restart my body. I didn't like that with the things. Because what they do is they burn the, the electrode and they uh, restart your body and reset you like a computer is what he told me. And <laughs> that was scary. And the fact that I was all alone was scary because like there was a chance. I had to sign waivers and stuff. There was a chance it could have been the end, you know, for me. That's a control apple reset, by the way, in 1999. Yeah. Remember that old school shit? Yeah. And so like it, I was a little like... I was a little like worried to be honest. I, I, that could have been the end for me. But it and and that is it. You know, attributes to me wanting to be a fighter because I could have not chosen the route of being a fighter and been perfectly healthy. But I made that decision to go through this because I wanted to be a fighter. Nothing's been easy for you. No, not really. So I make so, fun of you a lot. But, but I will fuck, say man, this: kudos, the, sur- the surgery was okay. But I will say this: they, they asked me if I wanted to go out or not, and they what, what they would do is they numbed me, obviously, with some kind. They they sedated me, but. Um, Wait, they didn't. You didn't go to sleep. No, I kind of in and out. But they asked me if I wanted to be completely out, or if I wanted to be where I can see the like thing going in on the monitor, and and like, and I was so scared I wouldn't wake up that I chose to to be awake as much as possible. So uh, I kind of watched a little bit, and I was out and in and out and in. And then I do remember getting the electrodes. Holy hit shit. me! Yeah, I do remember that. And I, rem- I w- I'll say this for those of you who've never had that, uh, that's painful. Oh, you think so? Yeah. I wonder, is that you, why the body jumps seven feet off, or seven inches yeah. off the ground? You would think that it's like, it just kind of like, or, or maybe the, the medicine they give you to sedate you or something. You would think you wouldn't feel it or something, or I don't know. I never would have expected it felt like it did. And maybe it's just my mind, but I felt like it fucking was 
excruciating. You know what? And I thought I was dying, and then I was out. I, I think and then I woke be, back up in the emergency room. What would be weird to see is usually that's when the heart. Oh, I'm sorry, in the recovery room. Usually that's when the heart flatlines. So I would imagine they did. most they people flatlined me. What else was it? Well, that you they they reset me. They you? So, yeah. yeah. Well, the, I would imagine that most people when they are flatlined are completely out. They're dead. Yeah. So that's well, what that well, well, So yeah, I don't remember that. I just remember getting hit a See, couple that's times. What I'm about. I don't think many people will actually know when they're getting defibulized. A hundred percent. I did a hundred percent. And I think they had to do it a, a few times. And I think things didn't go as planned because he came into the uh, recovery room and he asked me if I wanted to know the whole, every, how everything went and everything, everything's good. You're, you're healthy. Your, your stats are good, whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, it just, the way he talked and the way it sounded like things may not have went like, it, it sounded to me like they were having a hard time, like resetting me. <sighs> wow. That Holy was scary. Shit. Yeah. What a cool story. So man. then I called my Fuck. mom. Yeah, then I called my mom afterwards. And I was like, oh, because she knew I had to go in to get How? something done. But I forgot what I told her it was, but it, I told her it wasn't nothing major. And then when she found out that it was that, that serious, yeah, she didn't so like that. So you went at 19 behind your mom's back to have heart surgery. Yeah. I'm sure that's pretty common. Yeah. No, it's not. No, probably not. Unfucking real And I was in California, which means I was away from all my family. I had nobody. You didn't even tell me. I had no one. No one. I mean, I know. I mean, my friends that like, you know, new friends, but I'm not going to be like, hey, come to the doctor. I'm getting heart surgery tomorrow. You want to hang out with me? Like, it wasn't like that. And I was like, I wonder what that surgery cost even back then. 27000 Four cars? Four like, cars deals? Yeah. It was like 27000 or something. It was <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It was a lot of money. Somebody probably had to 55 pay. now. Shit. Yeah. I'll be honest. It was a lot of money. Shit, probably more than that. What am I thinking? But uh, so, yeah, wow. we got th- I got that done. And then as soon as that was done, yeah, I tried to stay interested in selling cars. Not too interested after that. Quit and then went to Thailand and then uh, started to. I was pumped and I was fired up, dude. I was like Rocky then, because like, dude, I just beat heart surgery. Like, I just, I just fixed my heart. Like, what can stop me now? You know. So then I was just like the eye of the dragon or tiger. It's, I'm just saying like Thailand, well, you know, dragon, whatever. But uh, yeah, the heart of a. There's got to be a joke somewhere. In there. I don't know. Heart of a lion. People will figure this out through the podcast eventually, but we we are constantly doing like word games amongst each other. Yeah. So if you ever see us stumble on words or take a pause or whatever, it's because it, we're thinking of stupid. It's because we're thinking of stupid <laughs> shit to, to <laughs> counter each other with. So it's not that we're we're dumb, which we are kind of maybe. Yeah. But uh, well, you just explained to me heart if, surgery. If you, there, if you sit Dr. and talk House. to us in a normal conversation, we're constantly. If he says something, I have to counter it with some intellectual word until and we run out then we back, move on. and then we have to word play word play word play that's what we've done for years so and what y'all don't see is how much we text each other after this shit yeah. we should have said like oh i've been so funny yeah so when we when we pause and we were at a loss of words it's just that we're trying to think of something it's not that we're losing track of what we're actually talking about we have multiple things going on in our mind at the same time but anyway so that was a huge segue and a huge story i've probably never told anybody Man, i didn't even tell my mom at the time <laughs> does <laughs> so, she know now Probably we just some, spoiler alert Probably her? some of those details, especially about that, she's never even heard. Holy fuck. This might be the first time that story's ever been told completely. God, ever. What a treat for these viewers, huh? But the point was, and, and Dan Hardy can correct me if I'm wrong, I think he had similar to the same thing. Later in his career, obviously he was in the UFC, so he probably- I bet he told his mom. But I think it was the same thing, atrial fibrillation. I think it was, it was something along those lines. So it, in his position, then you have to ask yourself, what do you do? You know what I mean? Like you're kind of toward the end of your career. Do you go through that and take that chance? Or do you just take the pill and live your life? If that's the same. I don't know for sure what, what his condition was. I don't know, but apparently he's fine now. So maybe yeah, he chose obviously. to do something. We need to find out. So if you guys know, 
leave in the comments. I'll check it out when I get time. You guys um, do know we answer all the comments. So if, if you got we any try. We, we do, on, the, on YouTube, we try to answer all the comments. And I know you hate us talking about comments. So we won't. But uh, we do like to answer them. And uh, it entertains us when we have our free time. And if you do know about Dan Hardy, let me know. And I will do a little research myself because I'm curious. But you I know, do you know. You could he, just text Dan Hardy. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I'm curious, like, the whole, like, the whole like diagnosis of what he had and like what he went through, but it was very similar because I remember when it first came out, I was like, "Well, if he gets another fight, let's get him back on here." God love to what hear. What are the chances we fought each other? Possibly had the same heart condition at different times. We're both retired. He bald. wants to come back. I don't bald bald. Yeah, easy tiger. It's like lost bald, lost bald. Our podcast oh, fucking started. I'm really drunk, suck. fucking dudes, smoke cigarettes, That's fuck dudes. That's fine. That doesn't that doesn't affect me. Oh, I'm sorry that you're losing your hair a little bit. You say that I Dude, fuck dudes. Listen, to, all right, guys, do some research if you don't believe me on this. Go back to like 2005. Look at my fights. I have the same fucking hairline. I'm that guy that shows up at the bar and 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 shows his ID, and you're like, dude. Why are you losing your hair at 22, 23? I'm not losing my hair. That's just my hairline. If I had hair, it looked like Elvis. <laughs> oh jeez! He had that kind of like, he had that kind of wow. like little thing in the front. Hey, I don't mean to, to ruin you. You need to get to training, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit, I do. God, I gotta leave right now and go straight back to the gym. Anyway, but uh, you should have done hair transplant. It's the fact of heart that I shave it that you see it. If if I let it grow out, you wouldn't even Let's notice. Do it. Grow it out. Look at look at the pictures of me. Even my fight with uh with uh Josh Bergman. I had my hair grown out. You would never know I had. I got that picture problem. when we were eighteen when we each had blonde hair. No, you'd never know. It's the fact that I sh I shave it. So many people have the same hairline. So fuck you. Yeah, that's what I'm trying 50. to say. Oh well, you fuck dudes. So there you go. See. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing that when you were 25, huh? No, no, no. I didn't yeah. do that until I started hanging out with you again. <laughs> yeah, okay. Anyway. I don't All know your how, seconds. I don't know how we get into this. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Oh, well. Anyway, so I think we covered everything uh, that needs to be covered for this podcast. Yeah, at this least. Is another good one. Yeah. Fuck, man. Great. We never come out of these looking good. <laughs> That's all right. Who cares? Dude, <laughs> it's a good podcast. Uh as far as well, considering the the circumstance, I mean, I rushed in here, dude. How fast did we get this thing yeah. put together? I mean, I, I came into the gym, or came in from the gym, literally maybe ten minutes before we sat down, and I'm leaving in about ten minutes from now. So, yeah, yeah. Well, I had obviously I had to stay later than than Anastasia. She's, she's coming in later on, but I had to stay later and work out, and then answer fifty million questions. And it's cool when there's people there. It's hard, dude. Tell me, it's hard to leave the gym, right? That's why I'm there 11 hours a day. It's hard to leave, man. There's so many new people every day. They're from different parts of the world. They're 26 new people today. Yeah, they, exactly. Crazy, they have man. stories. They have, you know, a lot of them have come back. That's the cool thing now. I think that's the most cool thing. It was cool in the first two years because we were meeting new people all the time. So it's like new stories, uh, history, where these people are from. Now it's like we're seeing these people that's been there before. And it's like. We get to catch up on what they've done, where they've been. And it's cool how excited they are to see the changes that we've made the place and better. And that too. You know, it's so. great, man. So it's like when I get to the gym, it's hard to leave. And I, and I got there late today. And now you got to go back till, till tomorrow. And I will say this. I'm, I'm going to come in a little bit earlier than I did today. I, I get it. I, but, man, I, I like coming in a little bit late. I don't like coming in so early, man. Did you, did you notice the difference? Because everybody kept saying, man, you are in a great mood today. But I think it was because I didn't come in so early. You know? Why do you make me come in so early then? Well, you have to be there, but <laughs> yeah, dude, eleven o'clock is just a little bit, a little bit early for me. Now you got to go eleven p.m. 
So there, there's yeah. your, there's karma. And I know 11 doesn't sound early to you guys at home, but when you go to bed at like five, you've yeah. seen me stay here till yeah. like five in the morning. Working. He does edit these podcasts till a solid five, six in the morning. Well, then we have, have James there. back now. So, so we have yeah. our full crew, uh, but, but we had uh, a couple of our guys leave. So uh, we've had to take over and, and do these instead of just sitting around, not do podcasts. We just, we roughed it, dude. Yeah. We, we uh, went gorilla and did these podcasts on our own, did the sound, did the audio, did the video, did the uh editing so to keep them going so yeah we we, we held them up and now we got james back now we got some other people yeah. so we're gonna start having some more knocking them out again a little bit better quality i'm sure and then uh but anyway yeah so when you, when you work so so late uh 11 o'clock is quite early that's like five or six for for everyone else so it was kind of good getting in there a little bit later today i'll be honest with you so anyway <laughs> i guess uh, we're not wrapping up another podcast yeah there we go <laughs> but thanks Thanks for listening, guys. and uh, Thanks to the loyal followers, the listeners. Yeah. Again, love the comments. Um, you know, keep in touch, man. And, and I want to say, uh, so we always obviously play the, uh, the AK Thailand, our sponsor, the commercial at the end of every podcast. But what's happening in May, Mark, is you're the sales director of the uh, gym. Yes. Um, maybe tweaked, but as of right now, uh, all training packages, not the travel ones, not including the accommodations, all that, 20% off. That's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy for a gym that's constantly growing. It's not like we're like hitting a we well a, a bump and, and, yeah. and we don't have anybody at the it's gym. It's kind of a customer appreciation yeah. loyalty because we have a lot of people coming back in this particular in May yeah. that have been there before. So we were like, you know, we always try to help out the repeat customers. So mm-hmm. we're going to give them a discount. And we're like, hey, let's do one month. Let's just hook everybody up. So yeah. guys, again. like a, a ton of times of why I'm doing this. But I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. You so, own the place. You can do what you want. Yeah, I want to do it. And so it's going to be 20% off. So if you want to book online, and what we're going to also well, do. Also, hold on. I want to say, that, that doesn't mean you have to come in May. Right. You can book in May and come in February of next year. Yeah, you, you know, can, it doesn't matter. But You can book two months for next year and, and still get 20% off wherever yeah. the case. And if I look, keep track of all that shit, guys. So. And that's a lot of money, guys, because the price point in Phuket, it's not our gym that's expensive. A lot of people see the prices and are like, wow, that's an expensive gym. It's the price point of Phuket So, yeah. and having all the things that we have. So uh, it is, it's a lot of savings, 20%. So anyway, just giving you guys a little heads up on that. When you see the commercial and you want to book, you can save 20% as of, I think, now. I think they've already updated the website. Within two hours. No, yeah. I think they already did it. I think they did it last night. Well, I by told the time them they see this, it'll be... Well, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it'll be May. So uh, well, there you go. Yeah, I can teach so you. So they may get their 20% off right away. You may need surgery again i still can't believe you had yeah. surgery heart surgery man i got nothing I t- you're just... gonna learn something new every podcast i promise yeah I'm, I'm gonna make something i'm gonna say something that you don't know every podcast that's my 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 guarantee to you i need to come with some stories for you i know everything about you no there's some that that camera there doesn't need to hear so <laughs> i don't <laughs> i don't need to hear those either then. yeah well but uh anyway all right guys thanks uh thanks for viewing thanks for watching hey guys if you're on itunes check us out on youtube and uh subscribe and we will see you next time what's up everybody i am here in thailand this is the first time i've ever been here been dying to come here for years the great mike swick he's one of the big reasons he's been trying to pull me down here what he built down here AKA Thailand is incredible. There's people here from all over the world. You can train mixed martial arts here, jujitsu. They have weightlifting, they have cardio, and obviously they have Muay Thai, boxing, everything.
telling you guys, I know everybody wants to go to Thailand because Thailand's so cool, but you can't come to Thailand without coming to AKA Thailand. Come on. <laughs>